everybody. We got a great episode lined up today. We're first going to talk about how you deal with your kids and talking about their privates. Then we're going to get into Halloween and what we got planned for that. And lastly, Aaron is going to audition to do the voiceover for my movie, Jimmy Vestwood, American Hero. All of that and more coming up on Minivan Men now. Hey everybody, Mini Van Men, episode two of the comeback. That's right. Uh, we're back. We're full in, eff- in full effect. Full in effect. That's English as a second language, right there, ladies and gentlemen. I myself am Maz Jobrani in Los Angeles, recording at eight twenty p.m. nighttime because that's how dedicated we are. While Aaron Arianpour is in Dallas at ten twenty p.m. Am I right? Correct. Wow, man, this is dedication, Aaron. Dedication. Telling you, just well, I can't slack off now. I'm I'm new to the team. You're new to the team. We're watching you. Management is watching you. Correct. Uh, Al Madrigal may come down on you. All, even though Al's been out, um, I feel like we're like a um, I feel like we're a baseball team that's got a lot of injuries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a good thing we've got a you got a deeper bench now. Well, you know what happens is part of it is when you do these things, and uh, I'll, I'll put this out to those who are listening. You don't know if they're listening. You know, I don't know if people are listening. I mean, I know we like we see like these numbers, SoundCloud, this and that and the other, but we really don't know. I feel like I don't know until I run into people at my shows and they go, "Hey, when are you gonna do minivan men again?" And I go, "Oh wow, people are listening." So if you're listening, tweet me at Maz Jobrani, tweet Aaron at Aaron Comedian A A R O N Comedian, or write us minivan men. Actually, you know what? Write me at. Facebook.com slash Maz Jobrani. You could write me there. How's that sound? Good? Go Sounds good to me. All right, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you All for right. reaffirming. <laughs> I'm my, chiming in. Okay. You're chiming in. So uh, here's the first topic I want to talk about. Now, Aaron, you have uh, Max, who we've established is eight years old, correct? Right. Great. So today, so my, my kids, I got five-year-old boy, two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and they're obsessed with their genitalia. <laughs> It's crazy. And today I saw them doing the like something that was just wrong. And the problem is, and you got to tell me how you've dealt with this in the past, because the problem is you don't want to make too big of a deal out of it so they don't freak out because part of it, they don't even know what it is. They don't know what right. they're doing. But you also don't want them to continue to do what they're doing. So, for example, this happened today. They both, it's shower time. So I get them, get their clothes off. Let's go, guys. We're going to go shower together. And getting them ready, their clothes are off. They're both now naked. And my son starts, like, they're wrestling, and my son starts basically humping her from behind. <laughs> and he wasn't humping. Like, it wasn't sexual. He was just being goofy. Kids, I, yeah, they, they, they play. They attack each other. They, yeah, they wrestle. Yeah, and I was like, Dar, I go, what do you, I go, no, I go, don't do that. And I didn't want to make too big of a deal so that he realizes he's doing something that is almost doing incest, almost, <laughs> very bad. But I do want him to know it's not good. So I was like, da 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 stick it, da. And then he stopped, and then he kind of looked at me, and he started wrestling with her again. And like in wrestling again, he started humping her leg. I was like, what, what? I go, what are you doing? I go, stop that. And I was like, just get in the shower. And I don't know if it, I don't know if he understood why, what. But you tell me, did you have to deal with any of this stuff with Max at all? And how did you deal with it? Um, there's one story that really comes to mind where. I know exactly what you're talking about, where you want to curb behavior, but you don't want to instill shame. Um, you don't want to, like, damage 
somebody's psyche. Yeah, forever. but also also because they don't you might, they might not even know what it is. So when no, by, they, of course they don't. Yeah. They don't know. So when you make it a bigger deal, then it becomes something, right? Right. All right. right. So there was one day where uh, he got in trouble at school, and I'm talking, you know, I think first grade, kindergarten. So, you know, um, yeah, right around around your son's age, and um, just trying to get the story out of him as to what was going on was a chore. And he, you know, he's, he's very articulate for his age. So he's always seemed more mature than he really was. You know, you you forget that you're dealing with, you know, a five-year-old. You forget that you're dealing with a six-year-old. And it almost turned into um, like a law and order where my wife and I are grilling him, trying to get the information out because he got in trouble, but it never made any sense. Why'd you get in trouble? Well, he said something to a girl. Well, what did you say? He said, I don't know. I'm just, I'm talking when I'm not supposed to be talking. Well, you're like, uh, listen, uh, we got we, we got the girl in the other room and she's told us everything. <laughs> we've, we've got your teacher on the phone. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and it just, it didn't make sense. Why are you in so much trouble for talking? Okay. You talk a lot. I get that. Or so you're talking to a girl, all right? Talking to a girl, that I mean, wh- what could you possibly be talking about that would get you in trouble? Was it because you weren't supposed to be talking? Uh, well, I may have been talking about kissing. Oh, you were talking about kissing this girl? And uh, my first thought after that is how hypersensitive the schools are these days. I'm like, you can't even talk about kissing a girl without... You know, getting sent home in trouble. Yeah, but then you realize you got to delve deeper because there's something else going oh. on. And so it turned out that he was talking about what you're talking about, which was um, kissing, but on different parts of the body. Oh, boy. Yeah. And the thing is, like, as he's talking, it's all a joke to him because he's way too young to know that that's anything close to anything. Now, wait, time out. Was he saying to her, I want to kiss your... Your no, no, private? no. What he he or was he was talking about, uh, and I can I can see how his in his five year old mind he's gonna be so embarrassed when he finds this one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody's listening. That um, uh, oh, kiss uh, kiss your face, kiss your cheek. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody did this or kissed your butt? And you, I can see five year olds talking about kissing oh, yeah. your booty. You know, like it's nothing. Like that's that that's a no no. You know, and then. I can see the way he would uh, mirror and heighten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're escalating to where now we're talking about privates. And yeah, so and, 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 I'm, I'm, and then was he, does he, did he say your privates or did he say your coochie or what does he say? Your no, regime? He, he didn't know any of those words. <laughs> it would have been a totally different conversation yeah. if those words came out. <laughs> no, no, he was talking about, you know, uh, I don't even think at that point he knew girls' parts. I think he was just talking just privates you know, in a very, very nebulous kind of way. And the thing is, what I just told you in a couple of minutes, it took my wife and I like an hour and a half to get out of him. Oh, my God. Like, it didn't make any sense. And we're sitting there on the couch, and I'm I'm losing it because I'm like, okay, this is starting to make sense now. But now I've also got to be very delicate because, A, I don't want him to kind of know that that's actually a thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean because I don't want that to be a whole other conversation. Yeah, now he's that, uh, now he's the mature kid in the in the in the class who's like right, and, and then I also I don't want that to turn into if that is something in his head that 
you that now there's this stigma and all that, but there's definitely things that we talk about and things that we definitely don't talk about, you know, uh, in school. Now that was, and, but that was when he was five. Now, yeah, yeah since yeah. then, now that he's eight, has as as like, I mean, people talk about this birds and the bees and this talk and that talk. Like, at what point does that come? Has he, has, have you gotten any other moments with him where you're yeah. like, Max, stop? You know, well, I mean, not with him, you know, and and him discovering anything, but you know, um, he was old enough. Uh, and I think that there's a closer gap with your kids, so it may not be as much an issue. But, um, you know, he definitely had his questions when, you know, his baby brother was on the way. And so that kind of forced a conversation maybe a little earlier than we expected. And You're like, son, there's uh, something called tequila. And one night <laughs> your mother and I had too much of it. Exactly. To where, yeah. And, uh, and... What's really funny is that he was very curious. He was very curious for the longest time. And I'm like, all right, we're going to have this conversation. And it became piecemeal. Like, we're going to talk until you're uncomfortable. Right. And so we'd talk a little bit and he goes, okay, okay, I don't need to know anymore. I don't need to know. And then like months would go by. And he'd ask again, all right, so here's another little piece of information. Okay, okay, that's plenty. I don't. I don't need to know anymore. And so the whole conversation, the He's talk. He's like, Dad, I'm a little confused. Took- What's the difference between foreplay and foreskin? That, I, I lost you on that. <laughs> like, are you taking notes? And, and I wasn't getting overly detailed. I wasn't getting graphic, but I was just trying to get into the basics. And what's really funny is that I think we, we didn't even get that far. You know, it got a little bit into, you know, body parts and whatever. And then in one of those little gaps of time, you know, some other kid I'm sure told him yeah, you know, the I, rest of the details. I wonder, like, this is what I wonder, like, like for example, our son, five years old, he, he had a mo- he had a little a little bit of time there where he was just constantly touching his pee-pee. He'd be out in public and just be grabbing it as, at his crotch and just, for no reason, just grabbing at his crotch. And I would tell him, I was like, Dara, put your hands to your sides, put it on your waist. Anytime you feel like you're going to do that, hands to the sides. I had him doing that. And I just wonder, like, Throughout history, like back, like they did, ca- like cavemen and and their kids, was that like? I mean, are we? Is it natural? And should we just be like, forget it? Who cares? Let him play with his PP, and it's not a big deal. Or or are we? Are we supposed to? I mean, are we too civilized? You know what I'm saying? Or is it? Because because look, as an adult, there's times where I'm touching my PP and I'm you know whatever, you know, and I don't call PP. You know, what I'm I'm, I'm, pro- <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's why. Loan cloths were invented. Yeah. Um, maybe to curb that. I, you know what the thing is too, is like, I think that there's just, um, sometimes it's absent-minded. And I also think that when you're, when you're a little kid, a lot of that is a signal that you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. And, and so I, I've had those, you know, moments where I'm like, Hey buddy, we need to, we need to go to the bathroom. You need to, you need to go. And he's like, no, why? I'm like, because you've been, you've been holding on for dear life for the last five minutes. But it's also, listen, there's also something to be said about it's there, there for both the men and women. It's one of the most interesting looking pieces of, uh, your, the anatomy and it's in an interestingly located spot. Like if it were like at the, uh, if it were at, where you're, uh, at your heel, where you had to know yoga to look at it and play with it, right? You might not be playing with it that much. But it's center, right where your hands kind of reach it. It's perfect, you know, distance. You know, and and for the women, there's this hole. They're like, what the hell's going on in there? 
And for guys, there's just like this branch sticking off of you. That's, you know, for me, it's a branch. For others, tweak. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Isn't it? Isn't there something to be that said about that too? It's just. Yeah, the fact that, um, well, I think that it's also, I remember when I was a kid. I remember when I was, uh, I can't remember why this thought would come to me. But I had to have been like in kindergarten or first grade. I remember thinking, what's the big deal? I think that it's because everybody's got clothes on. And I think that if we could just see everything, then we wouldn't care so much. I remember even then thinking the reason why it's so fascinating, and I probably didn't have the vocabulary at the time, the reason why you you just, you know, amazed is because it's it's so hidden. You yeah. know, for so long. And there's, listen, and there's a thing you were saying earlier, which is kids love, like, any, if you say butt, that's like, is, if you want to be a good comedian for, for five five oh, to ten year olds. Forget just, about it, yeah. Just say butt every other two seconds. <laughs> just say butt, say fart, and say poo-poo, you're done. Thank you, good night. Thank you, good night. Like, I do that with the kids. Like, I'll joke around with my with my son and daughter. I'll like, I'll say, hey, guys, I'm going to sing you a song. And I'll be like, you know. I woke up. I woke up the other day. I was feeling kind of tired, so I had to go to the bathroom and take a poo poo. And they both go like, they both start dying of laughter. Like, ah, no, you just said poo poo, and they love it. So it's kind of like this thing that you're not supposed to say. Taboo, man. Taboo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't answer my question. How do I get my son to stop hunting, humping my daughter's legs? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might need to take him to the theater, show him some Greek tragedies, maybe let him know what happens if. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> read maybe it's time read, for separate showers. Yeah, I think maybe it's time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Read them Shakespeare. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. If anyone's got any advice on how to get your son to stop humping your daughter's leg, please write us, facebook.com slash Jobrani. What did you do when your kids started playing with their genitalia, and how did you tell them, just stop, don't make a big deal out of it? Let us know. Write us. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Minivan, man. Come back. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Hey, we're back with Minnie Van Men. I cannot believe, Aaron, we've been doing this now for two years, two years and seven or eight months, because the first time we were supposed to do it was, uh, my, my daughter was, my, my wife is giving birth to my daughter. I was, I was getting ready to go to, to record the first Minnie Van Men and got a call from my wife, having a baby, called Al and Chris. I said, guys, I don't think I'm going to make this one. And that first one actually ended up not being the first one. We had to do it again. But we've been doing it for that long. So we've been through every holiday. We keep going through the Christmases, the Thanksgivings. And first of all, they come to, they, they seem to be coming earlier and earlier every year. Okay? Like, I think, what was the last, well, before Halloween. What's before Halloween? Labor Day? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I think it was like September something. I forget what it was, like September, mid-September, early September. I saw yeah. pumpkins, and I'm like, if you buy a pumpkin now, it's going to go bad by the time it's uh, Halloween, and yet they bring it to us earlier and earlier, so here we are again. What are you doing for Halloween with the kids? 
Uh, actually, we went to a, a pumpkin patch just yesterday. It's kind of become a, um, a tradition with us in the last couple of years. Actually, since Max was born, uh, you know, when he was um, almost a year old, uh, there's a, an area church, and they do this big pumpkins on the prairie kind of thing, and they've got uh, a, a hayride and a, a hay maze and a bunch of pumpkins and a windmill and bounce house and all that. And uh, we tried taking the baby last year. You know, he was only, I think, like six, seven months old. So he was having none of it last year. And uh, we went this time just yesterday, and he's, he's, he's able to walk around. He's able to pick up little pumpkins. He had a ball. He had a blast. And all it was was just, it's outdoors, so it's not wall-to-wall. But all it is is just parents with cameras trying to get the perfect picture of, you know, their kid on a bale of hay holding a pumpkin. Um, but uh, this is, it's big in our house. In fact, um, when when my wife was pregnant with Max, we had the baby shower. We had a huge baby shower uh, and a Halloween party at the exact same time. And so everybody showed up. It was guys and girls, and it was all costumed, and it was uh, it was pretty badass. I, I carved a a a, a stork into into our jack o' lantern that year. Wow, so. you're you're you know, you're a good artist. People don't know that about you. What's your website? Do you have, do you have any art of your artwork up on there? I yeah, I've got. Um, if you just go to AaronComedian.com, dot uh, com, same place, and you know it's got a lot of stand up stuff on there, but there's also a gallery section. Where if you you go there, there's a whole lot of art, a lot of caricatures. Um, your pictures in there. Yeah, yeah. You go to my you gallery. That. Yeah, you did that at the, at the for the Axis of Evil guys. You did a caricature. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're really talented so, with that. It's like I'm the worst. Like I don't even want to start with the pumpkin because I, I'm just gonna mess it up. Like I, it's and it's hard <laughs> having kids who want you to be involved. I mean, I guess at this point they're young enough where maybe they still can't judge me yet with mm-hmm. my lack of art. Like Mila asked me to draw her the other day, my two-year-old, and I literally I drew a circle, and two like round eyes, and a and a triangular nose, and a curly hair, and it had looked nothing like her. It was my generic girl that I draw, and she looked at it. She's like, "That's me," and I was like, "Yes, it is, honey." Yeah. Yes, it is. It's, nah. it's Daddy's interpretation. It's probably better than she can do. So you know, you're ahead of the game. That's right. But it's coming soon. They're gonna find out. Now, now here's the thing about. Um, about all this uh, Halloween, I mean, look, it's great. Halloween is great. It's fun. It's fun. Like now, did you? Uh, one of the things when you have the real, real young ones, you put them in anything you want. Did you put them in some right. silly like bunny outfit or something? No. Here's the other cool thing. We're talking about me drawing. My wife is also a, uh, a seamstress. You know, she teaches, but she's also sewn for as long as I've known her. Wow. And so she made his first costume, which. You know, he he was miserable and he couldn't wait to get it off. But he was in this awesome little red monster thing that you know she made. So we try to make it fun. We try to decorate the house, and you know, um, we do themed costumes together sometimes. I mean, we'll try to have some fun with it. You know, what are you this year? What are you gonna do this year? We're going classic. So um, it may seem a little generic, but we're gonna be like the Universal monsters. We went to Universal Studios this year. Uh-huh. Over the summer. Uh-huh. And so we're going to have a Wolfman and we're going to have a Frankenstein's monster and a mad scientist. And uh, all of us are going to get dressed up. We're going to do some trick-or-treating. Does Max get involved in that decision or do you guys just lay down the law? Oh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, he's he's probably more often than not the deciding vote. 
Ah. Uh, so here's a, a real interesting spin. I mean, this is how important Halloween is. I mean, not, I guess, just to our house, but like to kids. I mean, when you're a kid, this is, this is it. I mean, I mean, Halloween and Christmas. And uh, uh, sadly, um, Max broke his arm a couple weeks ago. What? Doing what? Yeah, just playing around. Hmm. And uh, he, he was at school. I was just talking to my wife about this the other day, too, where schools all over the country seem to be banning all these activities. Like recess, they're banning tag. You know, they're banning playing with footballs. They're banning, like, And I, I remember I was talking to her. I was like, this is ridiculous. What kind of litigious society do we live in where kids can't even play tag on a playground anymore? And Max sure came enough, home I, having broken his, <laughs> broken his arm I, from trying to draw. Yeah. He was he was holding on to his junk is what was happening. There you go. Um <laughs> No. No, he was playing on the playground and ah. this kid fell on top of him. He tried to break his fall and ended up fracturing his arm. Ah. And I'm out of town, so that was the other thing. I felt really bad that I wasn't there for him that day. Yeah. Um but you know, I was I was um was out of town. I get the photos sent to me. I get I get the texts you know, here he is, you know, with the cast, here he is, you know, making a sad face here, uh, but he's playing it up. He's mugging. Yeah. You know, he's making an overly sad face and then he's giving me the thumbs up in the next picture. You're like, you weren't doing his, those pictures of the pumpkin patch when I was asking you to <laughs> look up. But his main concern, his forget the pain, forget about not being able to write. He was like, this is going to mess up my costume. Oh. Like, oh my God. Well, and no, he when could he go, found out. He could go as, the yeah. mu- as a mummy. That's what I said. <laughs> you go as the wolf man, and now you've got a bandaged arm. We put some fake blood on there, man, like you were attacked by wild dogs. We put some silver bullets in it. Whatever. It'll be awesome. He found out that the cast comes off Halloween morning, and he, could have been, he couldn't have been happier. I wow. mean, that's how important it is to not jack with this holiday and not mess with this costume. Can I just tell you something? Have you ever had a cast on? No, I, I haven't. For anyone who was at a, I, I had a cast, I broke an, my ankle right when my wife was giving birth to our first son. I, I broke my ankle the day after the baby shower. I was playing soccer, broke my ankle, had to be in a cast. This is what's crazy about casts, and and I'm sure they'll, they'll get it right. But to this day, like the way they get a cast off, they got to take this like uh, like a little, like a mini uh, electric saw mm-hmm. and saw into the cast. And the whole time as the guy's doing it, I'm like, how do you know you're not gonna hit my skin? Right. And he's like, dude, I do this all the time. Don't worry about it. And he starts going, and I feel like getting close to my skin. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he stopped. But I mean, there's gotta be a better way. Someone's gotta come up with a better way of taking casts off than what they're doing now. I just wanna put this out there. If there's any doctors listening to this, there's a there's a a, a big, big industry in this. Like poor Max when he gets his cast off. Because first of all, you're nervous, the guy's gonna mess it up. And right. secondly, I bet you there's probably been times when they messed it up. We just don't hear about it because the cast industry of America doesn't want us to know about these things. I'm just saying. You know, come to think about it, yeah, come to think of it, um, I don't know if Halloween would be the best day to have a like a mini circular saw taken to your arm. I think that if I were a kid, that'd freak me out. Chances are that uh, there's a Halloween party going on at the doctor's office, and whoever's going to do the <laughs> sawing is probably drunk. Maybe we can only hope, right? You oh, might want to tell Max. <laughs> you might want to tell Max to just wait. But um, 
So yeah, I uh, we got. So I was trying to encourage the kids to go. Uh, I, this is look, man. I'm usually I'm very I'm very. Uh, I came to America uh, in the late '70s, and one of the first Halloweens I went out, my mom just bought me one of those plastic Hulk outfits that like ripped halfway through your trick or treating. And, the and, vinyl, you can't yeah, breathe. Yeah, the vinyl, yeah. and then you had like the little. There was a little slit where your mouth comes. You would stick your tongue out of it, and there was like a little mm-hmm. rubber. It was a horrible outfit costume. But my family was never like a let's get together and do all this kind of create creative types. My parent, my families were like, my family was like, look, we got money. Let's just go down to the store, buy whatever you like. Let's get out of here, and don't make yeah. it too elaborate because we're not going to spend too much time with you putting it together. Just you're going to put on put it on and go walk around and get your candy. So. I kind of grew up like that, and uh, and uh, but this year I kind of th- I came up with an idea that I thought was great. I thought that uh, my son and daughter should go as Curious George and the Man in the Yellow Hat. Dig it. That's great. Yeah. And they nixed it. <laughs> They're just going pirates. So I'm trying. I'm trying to come out of this simple outfit thing, and uh, the kids and my wife took me back in. I mean, they just ordered the outfits from uh, online. They're both excited. She just wants to be whatever he's going to be. Like you'll see now with the little guy, as soon as he's a little bit older, whatever Max does, your little right. parrot is going to want the exact same thing. Yeah. So she's just excited. She's a pirate. And uh, and that's it. Pirates are cool. Pirates are fine. Pirates are cool, but come on, man. Everyone's going to be a pirate. No one's going to yeah. be. How, how many people are going to be? And, right, and, and it's not like some big Curious George movie just came out this year and everyone's doing it. I say let's. Beat that Curious George movie before it comes out because we know some big Curious George movies on its way. I mean, right. I, you know, they do it all the time, but there's going to be one pretty soon with Tom Hanks playing the man in the yellow hat and uh, I don't know. Um, uh, what was the name of the guy on Saturday Night Live? Um, Chris Catan playing <laughs> Curious George. <laughs> it's coming. We know it's coming. So anyway, um, if you've got interesting outfits and ideas... Let us know. Send us a little text, a little uh, email. Uh, Majabrani, uh, Facebook.com slash Majabrani. So, uh, so you guys are going to go? You guys are going to go trick-or-treating? That's it? Yeah, we're going to um, maybe do up the house a little bit, and uh, we're going to tag team it, you know, so that somebody can be home to greet trick-or-treaters, and, you know, the other parent can be out on the, out on the street. And do you drink what? as you do this on Halloween? You know what? I don't typically, um, but I may start. Sounds like it could make it a whole lot more fun. Well, you know, there's a whole segment to talk about this, but it's interesting to to wonder, like, our kids now know, like, they'll see one and they'll be like, that's mommy's, that's mommy's drink. And they'll right. see some other drink. That's daddy's drink. They know that we drink, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I think it's fine. I just don't want them to you know, become teenagers and go like, hey, my parents drank all the time, so I'm going to drink, and then now i got to deal with all that crap. I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, God, this parenting thing is not easy. <laughs> anyway, are you going to be uh, touring anytime soon on the road? Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, Where can people find maybe. dates? Where are people going to find any of your dates? Uh, same, same website. If they go to AaronComedian.com, there's, uh, I usually keep the schedule up to date with... Uh, some Dallas dates, El Paso dates, Omaha, Nebraska, um, Fort Worth. You do the South. And you just like to do the South. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's where they know me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to get further and further out. Yes. And uh, 
and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens in the coming year. Fantastic, man. And me, I'm actually starting tomorrow. I'm filming my movie, Jimmy Vestwood, American Hero. We start filming tomorrow. I am, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, excited and nervous and going nuts all at the same time. And it's going to be three, That's amazing, man. three crazy weeks, man. Three crazy weeks. So hopefully I get a chance to do some Minivan Men episodes in between. Keep you posted. Let you know what happens. We've already had craziness as we go into it. And uh, just wish us luck, man. Wish us luck, people. You know what I'm saying? I wish you luck, man. That sounds great. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Aaron, all I know is once the movie's coming out, you're going to have to do that voice for us, the movie voice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In a world. Yeah. <laughs> now, it sounds Hungarian when I try yeah, it. Yeah, don't do like that. Give me some like in a world. Let's say in a world divided where East and West don't get along. Only one man can save the earth that's a lot okay just go with this go with this give me that give me this in a world divided there's only one man who could rescue no hold on in a world divided only one man can save no wait hold on in a world divided there's only one man who could save the earth let's say jimmy westwood just try that go for it i won't try to save the okay In a world divided. Oh, yeah. There's only one man who can save the day. Oh, yeah. Jim. There it is. Yeah, the Jimmy, day. Jimmy Vestwood. Nice. I love it. Yeah. You got the job. Let's do that. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. That's it for uh, Minivan Men. Thanks for listening. And uh, we're going to be consistent. And we're gonna, Al Madrigal is going to get back on board. And we're going to uh, hit it hard uh, in terms of doing shows and send us suggestions on topics you want us to talk about. Facebook.com slash Mazjobrani, minivanmen at gmail.com. At Mazjobrani is the Twitter. At Aaron Comedian is the Twitter. At Al Madrigal is the Twitter. There's no way you cannot get a hold of us, so send us suggestions. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites, mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.